Blog Talk Radio. sometimes as opposed to to really you know really taking an honest look 
at some of the things that we should be thankful for. So I, I challenge y'all, each and every one of y'all out there, to uh, take an honest look at the things that you should be thankful for. All right, y'all, this, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live, and let me bring on this lady. Uh, like I said, I had a pleasure of, of sitting on a panel with her where we talked to some kids at a college here in Atlanta, and I found her to be a super dynamic lady. I mean, her, her journey, although she she young, but her journey has been so, so dope, and she's a Baltimore, Maryland native. She's an actress. She's a, a, a just an all-around dope individual. Please welcome to the Rodney Perry Live Show, Miss Nori Victoria. What's up, Nori? What's going on, my friend? How you doing, love? I'm awesome. I'm golden. I have not one complaint. You know what? Not one complaint. What are you thankful for? You know what? I'm thankful, honestly, for humanity, my family right now, like everything, just being alive, being able to do what I want to do, be free, freedom, mm-hmm. you know, like everything. I'm just I'm just in a good place right now. So it, it was such a pleasure to walk on the set because I knew Ricky Smiley was involved. Uh, I knew Jay Anthony Brown was involved. You know, I knew Roz Ryan was involved. But to walk on the set and see this beautiful young lady really <laughs> carrying the female energy of the show, and and it was you. I mean, tell me first, how did it happen? How did the gig come about? I know it's a great story. Oh, my goodness. So usually these stories start some years back at some point with some type of relationship or job you did. So basically I was in Atlanta when I first was starting out. I was doing um, extra work. I did some shorts for free, and I did a couple of projects for the casting director that was working on the Ricky Smiley show. Okay. this was over, like, Memorial Day weekend. I'm in between L.A. and Baltimore going back home to vacation, and I got an email to put myself on tape for the show. Literally, I'm leaving out for a cookout. I got the script in my hand, and I'm putting myself on tape. So as I'm coming back home, I'm in the airport. I get a phone call from the casting director. He said, where are you? So I'm in the airport. He said, are you coming to Atlanta? I was like, no, I'm going back to L.A. I look at my ticket. And I'm like, oh, but there's a layover in Atlanta in two hours. Like, what's up? What do you want me to do? What's going on? He asked me to come down, um, get off the plane if I could, and meet with Roger Bob and the producers, and I did. And um, I figured I'd worry about how I got home later. They had somebody pick me up from the airport. I went, talked to them, and when I walked in, it was just, you know, they were like, this is what's going on. We have to show and when I left, they said, well, I hope it works out. <laughs> it wasn't an offer or anything, but I just, the energy was good. They talked to me and and got a feeling for me, and I went back to L.A. A couple of days later, I got a phone call, told to pack my bags and get to Atlanta to shoot the show. Wow. But when I got back to the airport, <laughs> an airline that shall remain nameless tried to charge me $150 just to get back on the plane yeah. And I had just gotten off of, so I went into full actor mode, you know, with the tears and everything, and got a free ride home. So I made it. Get it out of here. Out. They, they say <laughs> I cried in the airport a hundred times. They say, yeah, whatever, dog, hundred fifty. <laughs> no, see, no, see, you got to have a story with it. Like the turbulence was so bad, I just was in the bathroom for the past three hours, and I couldn't get back on the plane. So you know, you got to have a story with it. Gotta have a backstory. Um, <laughs> you you have an incredible backstory. Take me back to Baltimore, Maryland, and and the emphases of your career. Oh wow! Well, um, I didn't start out acting. That was my sister's thing. I started out writing because I found that coming up in Baltimore, like the stories I could make up in my head was so much more interesting than what was going on in my classroom. I I I loved school, but what was in my imagination was just, you know, so much more dope. So I grew up, I, I was in a Jewish neighborhood. My grandmother was a caterer for a Jewish family for 40 years, so we grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. And until about elementary, about middle school, um, they did some neighborhood gentrification, you know, where they start, like, revamping the neighborhood. So those who could afford to leave the neighborhood that I was in they did, and they tore down some housing projects in Baltimore City, and everyone ended up 
like my neighborhood changed overnight. It went from like Beth Israel to the wire, like literally overnight. <laughs> really? I looked up, yeah, wow. and all my friends were gone, and it was um it was kind of a shock to my system. So, you know, I had come up with my friends going to bar mitzvahs and. I went to Hebrew school with them, so of course they were like, this chick is different. Not only is she different, but we don't like that she's different. So I went from my friends to almost like having to fight every single day. So so you had and, a, uh, a reverse culture shock. You know, most most people are, you know, they live in an urban neighborhood. They move to, you know, something other than urban. Right. And, and you essentially went re- the reverse of that. Right, I went like like from Weinstein to Johnson, so it was, but it, was, it was like it was it was all good because um it 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 teaches you character when you have to fight your way through things. Mm. So there was um and I've I've always been believe it or not kind of shy, a little bit quiet, just creative. So you know when people talk, I don't have much to say. But there was uh one day this this girl got on the school bus and she punched me in my eye. Damn. And Rodney, I I blacked out. So, um, <laughs> did she did she say you going did she say you going to jail now right before that? <laughs> no, well, I I I went to night school. I I got expelled because I I just I blacked out. Like oh, I, wow. I blacked out. Like I blacked out. I don't know what happened. So, um, I went to night school. I worked my way through that and got back into the school system and. The guidance counselor one day, you know, she said, you know, your grades are great. Why don't you try some summer programs just to refocus your energy right. into creative writing and drama? And I did that. And I ended up eventually petitioning the school board um, to graduate early because I had finished between night school and day school and the summer programs. I had finished the Baltimore public school curriculum. I was done in the 11th grade. So Wow. I came out um, at 16 and went to college and met. Now, my, now, now my, let me ask, let me ask you this because I always wanted to, to, to ask this of a person that did complete early. First of all, you were in a situation that normal people would have been behind, and through your hard work, you 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 worked so hard, you worked through high school. Right. Is that what I'm understanding? <laughs> right. You just right. I worked. jumped high school. Right. I mean, I you know what? I've always been eager to get out and experience the world anyway. Like, again, my imagination has always taken me beyond the borders of wherever I was at any given point in time. And I just always felt like there was something else out there. I'm sitting in class looking out the window. There's something else out there. When I went into corporate America, I'm looking out the window like there's something else out there. So Right. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you. Do you feel at all, in retrospect, that by finishing early, you missed the high school experience. You missed those the social parts of what it is. Not at all. At, okay. n- not not even. Um, I had so much fun my freshman year in college that anything I think I could have experienced in my senior year was like made up for tenfold. We, oh my God, we were taking mattresses outside and sliding down the hill and like. <laughs> We were just, you know, like, it was just a good time. We were taking the laundry carts out and rolling each other around. Like, we just, it, it was like a recess with some academia with all of my best friends. So we we just had a good time. I don't regret any of it. Um, but I did not pursue acting in college. I okay. tried to do something a little bit different. I had eight siblings. They all, you know, were talented. Where, where, are, where are you? Where, where are you in the eight? Where, where do you fall? I'm the baby. I'm the baby, baby. Oh, so you're <laughs> No, I'm not. See, that's the thing. Like, my dad raised us not to be spoiled. To like, you don't ask anybody for anything. You don't mm. have your hand out. Anything you get, you work for it. If you can't work for it, you just do without it. And the story it ends there. Right. So. It, it just instilled. He's the hardest working man man that I know. It just instilled a work ethic in us that if you want to do what you want to do, you work for it. It's it's not given to you. So that watching him, I think, really influenced me when any adversity came my way to just push through it, push even harder, go harder. So that's it. That's that's like the story. And I went. Man, man, let's see. Let's not even slow it down. <laughs> First of all. Speaking of going hard, I mean, you're a master's degree in information technology 
creative writing, your your, your bachelor's is creative creative writing and biology. What the? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. What don't you do? There's like, like life is so daggone short, Ronnie. Like I just feel whatever you're interested in, go, go get it, go do it, go study it. I'm just a naturally curious person, I would say. So I didn't really honestly have any blueprint for my life. I just know that when I feel something and I feel like I want the information and I want to learn about it, I'll go study it. And college was no different. Um, When I came out, I said, hmm, you know, it's it's a tech boom right now. I want to see what's up with that. Then I went straight through through school. I was working and came out and – you know, one thing led to another because you never know where you're going to land in the economy these days. So right. I ended up, I was in corporate America, but I was was bored to death. Like, right. I just, you know, looking I out the window to, again. I was looking out the window. It hadn't changed from kindergarten. Just looking out the window. So, you know, one one thing led to another, and one day I opened my email and there was a casting call for an independent film that was shooting in Baltimore with the cast of The Wire. So I decided, okay. why the hell not? Like, let, let's go see what, what's going on with that. Um, I'd been laid off at the time. I was dabbling in a few things creatively, and I figured, you now, know, why now, not? Well, now, was previously, was there some interest in acting, you know, before that? You know what? When I was when I took drama classes in high school and in college, I would say those were the classes where I felt, aside from writing, because that was my first love, that was where I felt most free. And it took to me, I took to it. But here's the thing, like when you come up, I I always got decent grades without having to put much effort in. Academics just came easy to me, and I feel blessed for that. So when that happens, though, you have people in your ear talking about you should be a doctor, you should be a lawyer, you should be in corporate America, you should be a pharmacist. And even with the will that I had, you start listening to that, like coming through school. So I just figured, you know, okay, then that's what I'll do. I didn't really, because there's such a big age gap between myself and my sister who's in the industry, she was gone already. She had gone to Juilliard, so it wasn't like there, there for me to say, okay, that's how you do it, step one, step two, step three. Got it. I just. (laughs) <laughs> I just went where people were saying, oh, that would be a good idea, but it's not a good idea for Nori because I wasn't happy. So I stepped out into the arts, and I booked the first project I went out for. However, I know that whatever you decide to pursue, you need to be fluent in it. You need to study it. You need to train. So I took a step right. back. And even after that project, I said, okay, Nori, if this is what you're going to do, just like you studied everything else, just like you got into corporate positions, you need to handle this the same way and go about it the same way and go and train and take classes and do what you got to do to master the craft because, as you and I both know, this is not a just show up and you guys love me type business. They want to see some chops behind, you know, what you bring to the table. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like anything else. You, you needed to study for it, uh, man. Man, your your journey is so dope. We're just at the beginning. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to the super super talented in everything. You understand me? This girl does it all. We gonna find out what else she does in a few minutes. Y'all y'all come right back. Her name is Nori Victoria. She's from Baltimore. Uh oh, where you keep your gun, you at, careful. girl? <laughs> Gangsta, I love it. Hey, yo, we'll be right back. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned to the Rodney Perry Live. Four, three, two, uno. What up, y'all? It is time for Off the Chain with me, Rodney Perry. I'm your host. My girl, DJ Tracy Steele, is on the ones and twos, and we premiere October 22nd, 9 p.m. on Bounce TV. You don't want to miss it. The best in stand-up comedy. Let me tell y'all something. It's going to be so off the chain. Did I say that? I'm crazy. Bounce TV. That's www.bouncetv.com. Hit them up on Twitter. Bounce underscore TV. They're at Bounce underscore TV. This is Rodney Perry, and I'm the host, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
we like the urban demographic is really underrepresented in martial arts. Like yeah. it's there. Like it's there. Like the whole academy. It was young, beautiful, brown brothers and sisters like fighting in these tournaments and matches. Hold on, wait a minute, no, wait a minute, no. You telling me not only do you have a master's degree, you got. You got a, a degree in computer information. You also got a degree in biology. You damn near a doctor. You got you you you, you. and you whoop people's ass. Well, you know, I'm t- it's a natural progression from Baltimore. I mean, what, am I, what, what else am I going to do? Right. So, like, literally, this academy, they took people to China. I didn't get this chance to go, but for three months every year to train with, like, Shaolin masters. And these wow. are African-American people who usually don't get that experience. So from that, I just always felt like, why not translate that into the arts? Why not? Because we don't see that on the screen. We don't see us fighting and and the concepts of, like, valor and honor and and revenge and coming back for what's yours and in a martial arts setting among African-American people. So I thought it would be so cool. Um, this director had this project he approached me with. I was like, hey, let's do it. And we did it. <laughs> we shot it. You, you have no idea. I am such a fan. Her website is norivictoria.com. On Twitter, she's at norivictoria. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question for the fellas. Because we've been right. watching the show, you know, <laughs> You 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 physically fit. You fine as all get out. Beautiful face, great body. What type of dude does Nori Victoria like? You know what? It's funny because I I just like somebody with a sense of humor that doesn't take themselves too seriously. Look, Nori, I'm married open. now. No, I'm married. Now, I'm listen, a married listen, man listen. now. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. No no BS. Because here's the thing, like. With what I do and what I'm interested in, like, all the superficial stuff, that fades. Like, you got to be able to hang with me. Like, if I'm – I got a chance to shoot in the Philippines, like, National Geographic. It was, like, grimy, brutal, whatever. And, like, I – we were filming in real prisons. We were, like, in in the the bowels of, like, the The, Philippines. The griminess, yeah. The griminess. So it's like – and I'm from Baltimore, so I have, like, I have some grimy in me that that – you know, like whether we are vacationing in a five or six star suite or sitting on a curb in Brooklyn eating Jamaican patties or whatever, you just have to be able to roll with me. So that requires a sense of humor and openness and it's not really about resources, honestly, because you know, I'm I I've dated. <laughs> I've dated and really when all you strip that stuff away, like it, there has to be something there that can roll with me through the punches of what I do and through life because if I'm interested in something, you know I'm going to do it. you got to pick up and go with me. And really that requires, again, like a sense of humor about it. Yeah. You can't take yourself too seriously. you got to be able to to go. So that's I, my I gotta be, I got to be life. honest with you, Nora. Know, <laughs> right to Perry, gotta keep, i got to keep it real. i got to be honest. You seem too good to be true. You Let me tell you something. you got degrees. You can fight. You're down to earth. You're cool. You can go in the, the Turkish prison. You can go to the five-star <laughs> hotel. <laughs> what? It's, it's just so it's so amazing. So uh, your your first thing is uh. So you is, gotta is be crazy, right? Gotta be. You, you gotta what be crazy. is wrong with you? You got to be a maniac. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all have our flaws. We all have our BS with us, and I have mine too. Trust me. So I can be a handful. It's like you you know us creative people. We can be yeah. maniacal. Oh, yeah. We can. You know what I'm saying? Like when we get into our modes, it's like we're focused on that and we can be a little bit um closed off when we get into those things so to have somebody that really understands that and that Mm. can roll with me through those phases because it's not easy like it's not easy to be with a creative person and someone who's in love with the world yeah i I tell people all the time it is no it's there's no walk in the park to live with us because you know you have to you have to uh, really be ready for a lot when you get oh. involved with, with somebody that, that that does what we do. But man, I, I don't want to keep you on here all day. But you are a completely awesome human being. I, I think the sky is the limit for you. You have you haven't yeah. done the best that you're gonna do. Um, what do you want to leave the people with as they get to know Simone from the Ricky Smiley show better? I. I want them to know that that Simone is just 
one dimension of Nori Victoria, and I want them to stick with us through the show and stick with me through my career. Like you said, I just think that we're just coming on to the abyss. There's so much more I want to do, and I have um, a lot of personal projects in the works that I really want to involve the community and my people in. So just keep up with me. Follow me on Twitter. Go to my website. I answer every email, and I try to answer tweets personally. I'm not on that, you know. So stay in touch with me because I want to stay in touch with people, and I just want to let everybody know that whatever you want to do, just let your passion be greater than your fear, and you can accomplish it. It's not about resources. It's not about how much you have or don't have because I didn't grow up with a whole lot. It's what's in you, that drive that makes you say, okay, I'm going to look at this mountain, and I'm going to pretend like it's just a piece of dust, and it turns into that, like your thoughts become things. So thank you for having me on the oh show. Oh, my God, no, Life thank you. Golden. You are the best. <laughs> thank you. You, you are and awesome. I have to tell you, the first time I saw you in person was in Brown Betty's, and I just could not stop watching you. You were so funny wow. and so committed. And like, I just I love you. So thank you for having me on the show. I was excited when you reached out. Oh man, thank you so much. Her, her name, her name is Nori Victoria. The website is NoriVictoria.com. And yes, right, you can holler at her on Twitter. She's at Nori Victoria. It's N O R E E V I C T O R I A. Ladies and gentlemen, the future of fineness and everything. Y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> hey y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned to the Roddy Perry Live. Up next, up next, we we got we got a y'all y'all ain't ready for what we got next. Up next, my mama. That's right, I said it. My mama. Up next, y'all stay right there. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to four one four one one. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. Coming up next, my girl Tanya Cole from the Hit VH1 show, Chrissy and Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. <laughs> right here on Rodney Perry Live. Hey, y'all, we're back. It's your boy, Roddy Perry, and um, the question of the day is, is what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? And, um, you know, Thanksgiving was uh, last week, and and we're here this Monday, post-food. You know, my mama came through, made the the potato salad, you know. She came through with the dressing. Hey, mama, how you doing today? I'm great, darling. How are you? Yeah, didn't we have a good time? Yes, it was wonderful. It always <laughs> You know what? You know when I when I think Thanksgiving, you know I, I'm always reminded us. It always brings a smile to my face because growing up, you know, you would hear people talk about eating at four or five o'clock in the evening, six or seven. We would eat. We would be eating by breakfast, but nine a.m., ten. What what yep. was it? Why why what was it about? You know. That time that you, you why why so early, or was it well, I, when children smell uh, the aromas from the kitchen? They get excited and then that makes them hungry. Right. So you might feed them as soon as it's ready. Yes, ma'am. Might as well. So what are you I'm thankful for, for this year? Thankful for my health and, and I'm thankful for my children. Someone called me the other day, one of the distant family members. And they said, you know, all of your kids are doing so well. And that's something to say, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. None of y'all going to jail yet. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about putting my hands on somebody so the jury's still out. But don't go to jail, okay? <laughs> no, I ain't going to jail. I don't like my, I don't, I like my freedom. Well, I'm thankful for my family, all of you. Uh, and y'all have done well, not just the children, but the grandchildren, my daughter, one daughter-in-law. And all of y'all. All I know. We need to do something, Mama. I'm, I'm tired of not being an uncle. I want to be an uncle like everybody else. Well, they'll help you out in the next few years. The boys you think will. So? I don't know. Jerry's had dogs, so she's not probably going to have a baby. You don't think so? But one of these will. They'll call you Uncle Rodney. 
Yeah, you know I'd be the best uncle in the world, but I show them how to be an uncle. They don't know how to be good uncles. No, they just learning how to live. They just living <laughs> their way through at twenties and thirties. You don't know much. Just trying to find your way. Now, now I'm speaking glad of you kept the show going. This is a wonderful show. I enjoy just listening to the various interviews. I learn a lot about the commonalities in us all, and some people are so phenomenal. Like the young lady with all of those degrees. Yeah, and and still, you know, I think your passion will draw you toward it. And, you know, for her to find her passion, I think, was awesome. But, but yeah. you know, and, and I wanted to say this, you know, we start going to talk about what we're thankful for. I'm, I'm thankful for you. I mean, uh, when I look at, you know, what you've accomplished in your life, and and how you never really you never give up you never quit you know you know when you start going to this school I know it was moments where you felt like you know I can't go on what's the thing that keeps you going? Well, when you talk about passion, I call it uh, the call. Whatever God has called you to do, you almost have to do it, no matter what the uh, challenge. You have to do it, and so many times I had to call on him for strength because I really did want to give up a lot of times, but he helped me get through it step by step. And you're the only person I've ever met that doesn't get to those points of giving up. There's not an option for you. And you know I, what? I, you know, I, I, I was only there in my comedy career once, and 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 not only was I there, I actually quit. I actually quit. Through, I don't know if you even know this. I actually quit I doing comedy. I quit doing comedy for a couple of weeks uh, after I got to New Orleans. I was in the Navy, and I went out and I did a gong show and got gonged. And I was like, you know what? This is some bullshit. (laughs) They ran me out of there. And I quit. And during that two or three weeks, I met Harry, who was, you know, my best friend. And I met Harry, and Harry was so fun to me. And I told Harry, I was like, man... You know, I said, you should be a comic, man. I used to do it. He was like, well, I'll do it if you do it with me. And he pulled me back in, and I ain't never looked back. Well, I think Harry is is my son because he's always been so close to you and so loving within our family. So I'm glad yeah. he came in at a time when you needed that inspiration. That's what you needed. Absolutely, absolutely. Really, really good cat. He's actually in town. We probably hang out hang out tonight. He's actually here in Atlanta. So, but just uh, tell him I love him and I miss seeing him. I, I sure will. I sure will. So um, you, you're gearing up. You're down the home stretch in school over there. Uh, what what can we look for on the horizon for Miss Venice, Mama Venice? Well, for sure I'm going to go back into pastoring for a number, a few years, and hopefully some teaching uh, as well. And we just don't know. I I still want to revitalize my public relations firm as well. So I look forward to trying my hand at all three of those in the next next few years. It's a new day and age for public PR because, you know, everything is on the Internet. You can can PR from your house and never leave. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but I like to press flush. I like to get to know people and develop good relationships with them so they come back again and again. All right, I'm going. I got to go back and cook, Rodney. All right, hey, 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 we'll uh, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in Rodney Perry live. That was my mama. Hey, y'all, stay right there. We come back more Rodney Perry live. Attention all aspiring comedians. Do you think you're funny? Do you have what it takes to be a comedian? Come out to the Green Room Actors Lounge, 25D Bennett Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309, and attend the Never Deny Improv class with comedian actor Mr. Rodney Perry. Every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. For more information, go to RodneyPerry.com or TheGreenRoomActorsLounge.com. See you there. What up, y'all? This is your boy, Rodney Perry. We are back, and this is Rodney Perry Live. Man, my my guest today, you know, every show kind of takes on a theme of it of its own. We talked to uh, Nori Victoria in the first half hour, and, I mean, just a multi-talented lady. And I think kind of that's what this show is turning, to, turning out to be about, about multi-talented ladies, because my next guest is 
just that. Uh, not only a talented vocalist, but she's a reality star. And on top of that, she'll keep you looking fly without any further ado. Uh, her Twitter is Real Talia Coles. Her website is I Am Talia Coles. Ladies and gentlemen, show some love to the Rodney Paris stage, Miss Talia Coles. What's up, Talia? Rodney, how are you? I'm good, sweetie. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Man, now, now, um, you, you got so much going on. Every, you know, the life is 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 great. You know, VH1 hit show with uh, Chrissy and Mr. Jones, and and you're one of the people on the show. I'm I, I'm almost I'd be tempted to call y'all characters, but it's you. Right, like, right, exactly. But it, it's a, it, I mean, to the world, it's a character because you got to remember we're like the new soap operas, you know. Right. But like, it is like, it is us. It's individual. You know, it's really who we are. Was there any reservation on your end when when the ideas start coming to you to be a part of a show like this? Oh, because, absolutely. Because of the drama that we've seen over the last like you know year with reality, was there something you was like, man, I don't know about that? Yeah, definitely. It's something I said I would never do. Uh, I mean, you know, in the past it was like reality TV is just not my thing. I'm a little too private for that, but. When Chrissy approached me about it, you know, her and I are together on a day-to-day, and you know, anyway. she showed me that it would be a family show, you know what I mean? So it would be okay. different from putting five women in the room that don't know each other, and it's like, let's see what happens, where the producers say one thing, and then it becomes some sort of, you know, mess. And, you know, that's just what, that wasn't what the show was geared towards, you know? So, um, you know, although, although it tried to become something like that, but I definitely didn't let it. I, you know, I... I I dodged the bullet. Hey, that, that's that's such good stuff. Now, you know what? You know, I've had a chance to talk to you know a couple of different you know reality stars, and how has your personal life changed with with being on a number one show? Well, I can't walk the um, mall without being attacked. But um, other than that, what they what they be doing? Good. What they be doing, Tanya? They're like, oh, are you are you from Love and Hip Hop? Like they always say Love and Hip Hop, even though it's Chrissy and Mr. Jones, so that's what they're familiar with. <laughs> right, are right, you, right. Are you from Love? I'm like, no, not from Love and Hip Hop. Chrissy and Mr. Jones. They're like, you, you, I know you. People go, uh, you, I know, I thought I know you from the hood, from around the way. I know you from somewhere. I just don't know where. But um, yeah, that's it, it's what fun. happens. It's I fun, think though. when you when you play a show where you playing yourself, people really think they know you. Yeah, like, exactly. And when they meet you face to face, they feel like you like a cousin or something, like a dinner. Yeah, and they start boy. telling you, they tell you what you need to do. Like, let me tell you what I would have did and what you need to do going forward is, and let me tell you something about that, Emily. And then they go crazy. <laughs> they go crazy. You know, it's it's fun though. You know, and some people are like they don't know whether they can approach you or not. And it's like, but you know, it's like we're we're, we're you know we're all human. That's how I look at it. So. Um, you know, I take pictures, even when I'm sick, even when I look crazy and I don't feel like it. It's like, you right. know, that means a lot to somebody. So that's important to me to make sure that I make people feel like, you know, if they do feel like they know me, that they feel like they know me and they feel loved at the same time. I, I think that's so awesome for you to say that because, you know, living here in Atlanta, you know, I get to cross paths with a lot of the reality stars that, that, that live in and around the area, and I find that, a lot of them are reluctant to that that part of it, the the people part of it, and yeah. I don't, you know, I kind of understand because when they signed up, they didn't really ask for all that, you know, they were right. just being themselves, and it kind of blew up. So right. I get it, but to hear you say that you make time for people, I think is huge, and I think that's going to speak to your 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 life beyond the reality show. Yeah, that's who I that's who I am naturally. So it's not something that's far fetched, and I just make sure, like I said, I mean, I, you know, I talk to the homeless man on the street from, you know, it's just walking down and have a conversation because you just don't know nobody's story, you know. So I just I take time for people. People are important to me, you know. Now, now uh, we, we mentioned Chrissy, you know, who is awesome lady, you know. She's like when I watch, you know, uh, you know the, the show. She's one of she's my favorite because she will yeah. go hard. You oh know? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. And now you guys have teamed up and, and business wise, and you guys have a jacket line. What's the name of the line? It's Kiss and Couture, which is music spelled backwards. Oh, see, see that y'all go. See, I see it now. It's Kiss 'em. 
Mm-hmm, that's right. It's Kiss and Couture. I, I love that. So it's music spelled backwards. So it's C I S U M. Kiss em Couture. So what's this line about? Is, is it is it just for women? Is it y'all got some jackets yeah. for men? Or? Well, we started we started off with a men's line because obviously Chrissy with Jimmy, you know, um, Emily dresses fab. I just trace. So it's something that we all do so that we wouldn't clash personal style wise. We knew as like we could do a men's line and agree, you know, agree on something great. But as we're starting to develop, it's like. You know, the women are included. We, we, it's going to be a, a complete line all together, but we're definitely starting out with men's outerwear. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, need, I need to get one. I want to be, I want to be the first one in the in the Kissum Couture joint. Okay, you, know. you got it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, as, as a stylist, you, when you, you you style, you know, some of some of the, the contemporary stars of our time, right. Trey Songz. First of all, he don't never have a shirt on. Is that your idea? Um, you know what? Sometimes I just wonder how is it at the end he always comes out of the clothes I put him in. That is just something I don't know. And I'm always like, no, don't throw it in the crowd. No, don't, don't. And he just, you know, he's a, you know, he's he's a free loving man. What can I say? The women love it. Right, right. Do you ever hesitate? Like I do not, I do not want to put him in this thousand shirt because he's gonna throw it in the crowd. Yes, all the time. I'd be like, when he's getting on, I whisper in it. I say, you better not throw this in the crowd. And sometimes it just goes, and it's like slow motion, like, no. <laughs> and some, some crazy fan is out and is super excited about it. So, you know, at the end of the day, somebody's happy. Somebody's happy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, now, now you, you style different types of people. I mean, you got Trey Songz, you got a guy like T.I., DJ Drama, J. Cole, uh, C.J. Hilton. Even C.J. Hilton, Fred the Godson. So everybody is different. So, like, what's your approach with each individual? I take the time to know the artist, to, to study them, what they like, their body types, and, you know, just what they're going to feel comfortable in. Because a lot of times you can shop for somebody and put on what you think they should be wearing, but if they're not comfortable, it's going to show. And then it doesn't become a look. If they're not wearing it as this is, my, this is who I am, this is my look, then people are not going to follow it because it becomes inauthentic, you know. Right, right. And if, if as, as as the artist, if you're not comfortable, it's the, the I don't care how dope the outfit is, it's whack. I'm sorry, say that again. I said, as the artist, if you're not comfortable, no matter how dope the art the uh, the, uh, the, outfit the outfit is, is. it's yep. whack, you know. Yep, that's right, exactly. So I do. I just really take the time to get to know my clients, and I super serve them and just bring my expertise and what I think is next level to what they want, where they want to go, you know, and I like them to be first in whatever's going on. That's why I started custom making things because when I was out shopping or in showrooms looking for stuff, it's like I don't really want to see another artist with something on it, and I don't, you know, just it's a, it's a different, different way. Um, now, now, you and CJ, y'all, you know, y'all the real deal. Yeah, we are. So so what's the difference in dressing your man? Well, it wasn't, I mean, that wasn't always the case, but in dressing, he has great style on his own, which makes it a little bit easier um, than dressing somebody who you got to kind of create something for. He's got his own, um, he's got his own personal style. And, right. you know, me, I just kind of like come in and put natural touches on and it's like yes, no. And it's, I don't know, it's more... I guess it's, it's a loving thing because it's like if I think he looks good in it and I want to rip his clothes off, then I think I'm doing a good job. I love it. <laughs> hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking with the real Talia Coles. You can hit, hit up on Twitter. She's at real Talia Coles. Now, Talia, you, you do it all. I mean, you're a stylist. You're a vocalist. You know, uh, you reality star. What's your favorite hat to wear? Um, my favorite hat to wear, to be honest, is the artist hat. Um, okay. And it's it's like everything else comes around it. Like the fashion comes with it. The, um, you know, as far as uh, TV is not something, I don't know. I, I didn't really think about it, like, so much because I was really just, it was just cameras were on while I, would do, I was doing what we normally do, me and Chrissy having lunch, them filming me making a jacket, or, you know, it wasn't really, I didn't look at it as like a TV thing, you know what I mean? Okay. So 
um, as an artist, it's like all the stuff comes with it. It's like you get to dress, you know, fly. You get to get ready for the red carpet, the hair, the makeup. And, you know, being an artist, it's like when, you know, when I would perform, it's like I would kind of become somebody else, so I lose myself. That's that's my drug, you know. Right. I, I completely get it. Now, be, being a stylist, I, I look at that service. That's, that's providing a service to somebody. Right. So does that affect? the way as an artist how you receive service no uh, no honestly um i am i'm open either way like i'm i'm a giving person like even when it comes to music i feel like music is a contribution it's something that you're giving so when i'm styling it's the same thing it's like i'm giving something to an artist where they feel good about it's the same way i approach music and when i'm when you know Sometimes it is like, you know, my assistant is like, put the bags down. It's like, oh, okay, okay. All right. You're the artist right now. Chill right, out. exactly. Yeah. Put the bags down. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, but you got too many bags in your hand. It's like, I'm I'm, I'm just like, a, I like to super serve. So, you know, sometimes I do forget, like, you know, okay, put, you know, you're in hair and makeup right now. You got a big dress on. Why do you have this bag in your hand? Like, put it down. Okay, let me talk to Talia Coles, the artist. Uh, I got the song here in front of me, I'll Never See You Again. You got Wale on this joint, DJ mm-hmm. Drama, hooked it up. Tell me about this particular song. Um, well, Wish I Never See You Again was a record that I wrote, and I just wrote the hook, and I sent it over to Drama when Drama was making his album. And he fell in love with the record, and he's like, yo, I got the perfect person um, you know, that I think would go on the record. And when he sent it to Wale, Wale loved the record. He jumped on it right away, and it just became a marriage. I finished the verses, and it was just, it, it, it just came some, it became something that was, you know, everybody liked. And before Wale got on, that was the hip-hop version. I did a dance version of that, and it went from number 46 to number 19 on the dance billboard chart. So I have wow. a dance version of that same Wish I Never See You Again record. And Wale did the hip hop record that went on DJ Drama's album, so that was fun. I love it. Hey y'all, let's play it. Let's play it for the people to see. Hey y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. This is my girl Tanya Cole. Enjoy. I wish I never see you again. Love, love, a love like this. Gotta be something for me to write this. I'm saying one night my love is like this. If Shawty don't like me, then Shawty don't like this. You know that word love is a very serious thing. If you don't watch out, love's gonna get you. Uh, she said she love me more than anything. I tell her anything. I'm such a Roma, I never hear her wedding ring. Bad women with bad figures, I'm trying to get them. My bread good, my sex better, my mind different. And you would think that I'm European, my drive different. I'm not a mystic, but I've been playing with five bitches. And my intentions is bad, but I'm fucking the better. My game tighter than bitches that ain't fucking forever.
Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. That was Talia Coles. Wish I'd never see you again. That is hot. That's super hot. Thank you. I like King Midas, as I was told. Everything that I touched would turn to gold. I heard the little sample of that. That was crazy. <laughs> oh, Peter Piper B. You see that, right? Man, I want to hear the dance version. I know the dance got to be crazy. I ain't even heard it. Yeah. Am I? Am I? What? I'm slipping, Talia. I don't know. I'm just. I gotta get I, my damn. I'm, I'm humbled, man. I'm humbled. That's all I can say. Man, you you do so many things well. Uh, is it ever hard to focus? Um, you know what the thing is, the fashion thing came so naturally to me because as an artist, as I was building my career as an artist, I was always into fashion heavy, designing my own stuff and creating, um, you know, different things. So when they, um, you know, told me what, you know, and I started to see what Trey was doing and he was on the rise and I, I just saw his style and we had the same management, it was like, mm, I think I can bring something to the table for him because he kind of reminded me of myself as an artist. Okay. And I just kind of made it like the boy, you know, like the boy version of who I see, you know, you know what I see for myself. And it, from there, everything just started to develop, and it just became an innate. It's, it's it's organic, you know. It's not something that's so hard. And it's like, how do you do it all? It's just music and fashion. It's like goes hand in hand. Wow, man, man, you got you got such a a a, a great. Everything that's going on is so interesting. I mean, as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm just—I mean, you're just an interesting human being. Like, oh, you know, thank you. From from your from you know your stylist to you know the, the reality show number one rated show on VH1 uh, to kiss him, uh couture the jacket line to just styling some of the greatest contemporary artists of our time and being an artist yourself. I mean, I, I really I, I'm, I'm glad. First of all, thank you for coming on. And what do you what, what what's the piece of advice that you share with young people as they come up to you and and ask you you know what do I have to do to get in the game? I will say this like you're gonna get a lot of no's before you get that one yes. Don't stop because you know it takes years. A lot of times people see what you know the, the end result of how great something is, but you never know nobody's journey of what they did to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I will offer. That don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. Just keep going, keep going. And every time you get that no, work that much harder to let them know that what you are creating is something that people need to see and need to have in their hands. So just keep going and just never give up. Hey, I love it. I'm a fan. I'm a friend. You know what? You're welcome here anytime. Her name is Talia. Uh, Talia Coles, you can check her out. Her uh, the website is I am Talia Coles. That's T A L I A C O L E S dot com. And on Twitter, she is real Talia Coles. Talia, I, I can't tell you thank you enough, man. Uh, Rodney, it's, it's I appreciate you so much. I love the energy. I love the life, and you know, continue doing what you're doing. Now, the question of the day is this, Talia. Before you go, is you know, Thanksgiving was uh, last Thursday. Today, I was born on Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. Oh, happy belated birthday! And no, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's it's uh, um, uh, thank you. Oh. I appreciate it. I'm at every every seven years it falls on Thanksgiving, but I was born on Turkey Day. Okay. Oh, howdy! I love that. Yeah. I love that. So that makes you what a Scorpio? No, Sagittarius. Sagittarian. Oh yeah, I love you know Monique is a Sagittarian. That's that's my heart. So that's the home. Nice. We <laughs> love Monique. Let me tell yeah. you, I love that woman. Good. You talk about good people. You ain't got to say no more. Not that, it, it all makes sense now, Tanya. You just made it all come together for me. Yay. Uh But but I want I want you to leave us with this. What are you thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the health. I'm thankful for the opportunities. I'm thankful for the beautiful people I have around me, and just for you know, just I'm just thankful for the air that I breathe, man. I'm thank I thank God every day, for, you know, just to be able to wake up and create and do what I love to do. Hey, I love it. Hey, y'all, you can't say it no better than yet that, once again, thank you, Talia. Y'all, my name is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. It's been an incredible show today. Y'all have been off the chain. See you next time. That's our show. Thanks, Talia. Bye, Rodney. I love. Be good. Bye, guys. What's up, world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. 
Don't forget to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. That's Rodney Perry. Mash that thing together and text it to 41411. Now, back to the show. It's Rodney Perry. What up, y'all? It's your boy Rodney Perry, and this is Rodney Perry Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. and catch this show. We got bigger and better things coming. Be good. Peace.